This is CliffCentral.com. Please note that the views expressed and the advice provided in this show are for general advice and entertainment purposes only. Nothing stated should be treated as a substitute for your own independent legal advice based on your own specific facts and objectives. Therefore, the presenter and CliffCentral.com accept no liability of any nature whatsoever, either expressed or implied. Law. Like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life. With Gary Hertzberg on CliffCentral.com. I'm Gary Hertzberg and this is The Laws of Life on CliffCentral.com. Today we are up in the air. And uh, we're talking about drones and how they are changing our lives. And uh, I think we all know that today drones can do just about everything from delivering pizzas to fighting terrorism and killing people. Uh, How about drones to catch cheating partners in motel rooms or to stalk your partner who's dirty, who's being a dirty cheater or You could use drones to snoop on your neighbors and have a peek into their bedroom. Wouldn't that be nice? Are drones the new peeping toms in town? Peeping Toms by Toots and the Maytels. Never heard that one. Uh, The question we ask today is, what are the legal limitations on drones? And a man who knows a whole lot about drones and the law on drones is Johannesburg attorney. He's also a private pilot. His name is Emil Mayberg. Welcome back. Thank you very much, Gary. Good. You've done how many hours? 300. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, the only thing Emil uh, peeps into is law books, and uh, he's also a specialist on the Consumer Protection Act. So we're going to talk consumer protection a little later, and uh, we're going to take questions on that topic from our collaborative partner, Legal Talk South Africa. You know them very well, and their founder, Ray Green. That's right. I think they've got about 133 more thousand people. That's right. It's, um, It's one of the biggest groups in South Africa. Yeah. On the consumer protection side, we're going to talk about air accommodation, if you, uh, airfares, and if you want to cancel, and accommodation if you want to cancel. I think we're going to split it into a separate podcast. Yeah, that's right. And especially pertinent now that one, that, that mango is on strike. Yeah, well, you'll talk to us about that. Our Facebook page, The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg, and our Twitter handle is at Hertzlaw, H-E-R-T-Z-L-A-W. Emil Myberg, let's talk about something that I saw today on uh, It's All Over. There's a collision in Canada, um, a drone and a commercial aircraft. Tell us what happened there. Well, I saw that on the international news this morning. Uh, fortunately, the, nobody was injured. The airplane managed to land again. Uh, but it, that just shows um, the serious risk that drones can pose to, to aircraft. Uh, the drone collided with a wing of the aircraft. I understand it wasn't a big plane. It was a commercial plane, but uh, in, in a commercial operation, but uh, it wasn't a, a Boeing or an Airbus. Uh, the thing with drones and why it's included and regulated by the Civil Aviation Authority is because it's an airborne vehicle. Um, in many respects, I think it's problematic that it's being regulated by the by the CAA. Uh, especially because the pilot stays fixed. The pilot doesn't go anywhere with the craft, which is what normally happens in an airplane or uh, a helicopter. But considering that they share the airspace with airplanes, 
Um, and when they collide with airplanes, uh, there's a serious risk of harm to the aircraft and to life. Therefore, it has been included um, in the CAA's uh, jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the requirements, training requirements for flying a drone um, are very similar to, to what a pilot uh, has to go through. He needs a medical examination. There are specific, uh, specially designated medical aviation doctors. Sorry, Emil, when you talk of a drone, when you talk of these requirements, what, what size drone are you saying? A drone can be any size. Yeah. There's uh, no limitation on or prescription how big it must be. It must just be remotely operated. So these kind of can I call them um, enthusiast uh, um, drones that that we operate standing on the ground? I've seen them all over the place. They're also drones, but what's important to remember, and I think many people uh, are not familiar with this, uh, the laws re- relating to drones, cater almost exclusively for commercial drone operations. Mm. So the drones that many people will get in their Christmas hamper this year, I got one last year, they are not covered by the uh, the regulations. They are, except for one or two. Um, but the law relating to drones specifically relate to commercial operations. Okay. Let's talk about, I know there was a case in the USA and uh, it's been here in South Africa. I'll give you the South African version and it comes off legal talk one of them said, one of the posters says, when you live in a complex and your neighbor flies his drone right next to your bedroom window, are you allowed to throw it with something? It's a South Africanism. Can you, it's, uh, can you, what's it? Can you, can you throw a brick at it or throw it with no. a brick? The thing, and then the one in the USA is about, uh, some guy who was peeping on, was using the drone to fly over his neighbor because he's apparently young, well, She's a major Daughter was lying at the swimming pool or something And he wanted a view in her bikini So he was using the camera on the drone to do this Is this, is this kind of Is this allowed here? That's stalking There, yeah. are, there are no laws um, in the, Or rules in the drone's regulations uh, Saying that you cannot use it to take uh, pictures Or you cannot use it to stalk people There are other laws that cater for that Now having said that um, If I fly my drone over my house 100% in accordance with um, what the regulations say. Mm. Um, and you shoot it down because you say you're flying my drone over your house. You are guilty of malicious damage to property. Mm. Um, there is no exception to damage somebody else's goods just because it's in your property. Um, same thing is my neighbor's boys kick their soccer ball into my property. I can't break that ball. I've got to give it back to them. Now, if I just fly my drone over your house. Over your house. Uh, over your house. Okay, over, so over my neighbor's house. No, well, let's say it's flying over your own house, but it's got a camera that can view the neighbor's swimming pool. Yes. Or through the neighbor's bedroom window. But still, if it's yeah. operated um, according to what the rules say, uh, visual uh, line of sight yeah. uh, th- rules, and that is that's basically within um, – and. No higher than 300 meters, sorry, 300 feet lower than the highest uh, building in the neighborhood mm. um, and not damaging property and not posing a threat to, to life, then you cannot go and throw, uh, shoot it down. But if I hover it over uh, somebody else's property, specifically to take pictures of the neighbor's daughter in bikini, then that is, uh, that's illegal in terms of other laws. 
and you can go get a harassment order against the person. Well, Emil, how do you, I mean, you understand a drone camera better than I do. How can they prove that the drone flying over your own property, your property, is spying on the swimming pool next door? Well, he will have to make that allegation. I said, listen, the drone was hovering over the swimming pool um, and it's clearly infringing on my privacy. Um, if I was representing somebody in a position like that, that's the the angle I would take. And then put it on the person to come and show that that was not uh, the case. You can mm. bring the footage that he took and said, yes, look, the drone was over your property, mm. but I was shooting the, the sunset. Yeah. Because from, you know, unless the drone is two meters above you, you can't really see where the camera is pointing. There were dozens of replies to this one. Rian said you must stretch some fishing gut lines across the area and uh, he won't see it. Uh, and that would crash the, uh, the drone. I still say that that is malicious damage to property. <laughs> you know, if I operate my drone strictly in accordance with what the, uh, the regulation says yeah. and with no ulterior motive and you go and destroy it, I will sue you for the damage to my drone. What about stalking your ex? Well, there are laws for that. You know, the Domestic Violence Act, um, the Harassment Act, all provide for for remedies. Mm. Um, if you use your drone to stalk your ex, it's no different from parking out in your car in front of her house to take pictures. Yeah. That's stalking. Um, stalking isn't defined uh, so as to exclude drones. So... However you do it with a drone without, you can get into So you've got to prove that the drone is stalking her. Yes. That you're flying it above wherever she is to take pictures of her and see where she's going. And I can see that's going to be a challenge to prove that it's your ex flying that drone. Yeah. Is there such a thing as, as jamming a drone? I've read up about it. Apparently, there is. You can interfere in the signals um, transmitted from the control center there where the drone pilot is operating the drone um, and uh, so that the drone cannot communicate with the, with the control center. Um, but once again, in order for that to be valid, um, the specific drone operation must be illegal. Emil, this is quite a serious problem. I mean, we kind of make a bit of light of it, but flying your drone over your neighbor's property or over your property it has a camera attached. I mean, your properties are adjoining. It's very easy to take pictures of, of whoever's sitting at the pool or with, you can even get into their bedroom. It's frightening this. It is, but I think before we get into the, uh, the, the frightening aspect of it, I would say that operating a drone is very difficult. I am a pilot. Mm. Um, I got a drone last year for, for Christmas. I tried working that for a couple of days. I just couldn't get it to hover still. So anybody that is going to use a drone and have it hover statically next to your ex or neighbor's window is somebody that will require a lot of skill and practice in operating a drone. You can't go out and buy a drone now and have it hover next to somebody's window the next day. It takes a lot 
of practice. What is the, the, the particular drone you got? Uh, what, give me an idea of the price you paid for it. Uh, well, I got it for, as a Christmas gift yeah. from, uh, from a friend, and I didn't ask him how much he paid for it. But you obviously priced it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, they go from about 1,500 rand upwards, 10,000 rand for, for more um, sophisticated models. The drones that are used in commercial operations are hundreds of thousands. The, the drones that they're using, you, know, you can pick up any reality TV program. Uh, they, they're following people, uh, cheaters and places and you know, stuff like that. Um, are those expensive, those drones? Uh, they would be expensive and they would be subject to commercial uh, Are those licensing? commercial? Yes. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that the person down below that's operating the, the drone, he's standing wherever outside his house. Uh, he needs a he needs a license for that. He needs a license for that, and uh, drone operations are specifically uh, regulated. The drone can't be more than four hundred meters from you, um, so you know, and, and there must be a certain amount of visibility as well. These yeah. things that are similar to pilot training. Um, yes, that, that would be an expensive drone. Do what happens if your drone is operated from a from a combi from a moving car well as long as it's within the limits prescribed by the regulations then it's fine could this be used by the by the local police it could be are they has it been introduced uh, to your knowledge I, I don't know whether it's been introduced in south africa but i do know it's being used overseas i was watching a report on bbc yesterday or the day before showing how france is utilizing drones to catch people speeding or overtaking illegally mm-hmm. in on, on the french highways um and, and we you know people dream up a lot of horrors about drones but i think drones can be very useful uh goods a drone is incredibly cheap to operate um if you think uh, how to operate a drone for an hour mm-hmm. compared to operating a helicopter for an hour you know it's four thousand five thousand rand an hour to operate a helicopter in addition to having the pilot on board, yes. um, a drone comes at a fraction of that cost. What does it operate on, really? Is, it, is there some fuel that goes in the drone? or There, there is some fuel that goes into the drone, yes, on mm. the more sophisticated ones. Um, on the cheaper ones, mine uses batteries. Oh. Can you take pictures of – how high does it go? And then can you take pictures of stuff on the ground uh? – Speeding vehicles, uh, getaway cars, hijackers. Can it, you pick all that? So, it uh, could? So, uh, depending upon the camera that you install on the drone. And once again, I'm not talking about commercial drones. Yeah, I'm um, talking about kind of yours. Uh, the one on mine won't really take any sophisticated pictures. No. What happens if we want to use these drones as for our neighborhood watch? Could, um, they, could they be hovering around to see whether people are entering our neighborhood? Thieves, robbers, we have so much of it going on right now. I can't see why not. Um, I think if the security industry wants to look at doing that, um, it would once again, it would fall into the ambit of commercial drone operations. Um, I can't think that the, the neighborhood watch can ask me to use my drone to do that. It may be cheaper than these cars that are, Riding around all the time, much and, cheaper. And, and much cheaper and more effective. Because you can install infrared cameras 
on those drones so that people can't hide away in the in the dark. Oh, so you see, the, the the possibilities for using drones are are endless. Uh, this morning I was watching on 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 BBC again how they use drones in Australia to spot sharks, um, in and 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 uh, people possibly drowning. So the possibilities of drones are, th- I think, are, are staggering. And also, you know, forgive me if I sound like, um, you know, a bit uh, dreary here, but in our age of uh, climate awareness, mm. you know, an airplane for each kilogram of gas it, it uses, it emits 3.15 kilograms of carbon dioxide. So that's very environmentally unfriendly. A drone does the same thing for virtually no environmental impact. Take the, the, the gents that are driving around in these vehicles, the security vehicles, patrolling the area that we pay a lot of money for. Could they be trained as drone operators? They can be. If, if they, obviously, if they pass the exams, the skills test, the theoretical What, what do test, they need, a matric or do they need? They need to be 18 years and older. Uh, they need to pass the, the medical uh, exam. They need to do some theoretical training and they need to do a skills test. Um, many of the requirements are similar to pilots. They need to maintain a logbook. Um, and operating a drone also requires you need to have some documents with you. I mean, this is a bit boring stuff, but mm. sure, there's no reason why a security company cannot train their employees to be drone operators. Okay, assuming that the drone picks up that there's a, someone climbing over a wall about to commit an offense, there's nothing they could really do except radio to, so you still need a vehicle to get quickly to number one first avenue. There's a problem there. Um, yes. The, the images transmitted from the drone can obviously be transmitted to a central control room as well, yes. in addition to having to go to the drone pilot. Um, and whatever they pick up, uh, because the drone and the pilot must also know where it is, it's got to have be fitted with GPS or something that can tell oh. you its, its current position, um, a control room can very quickly pick up and say, listen, it's 28 degrees um, south, 27 degrees west, and minutes and seconds, and go there. Yeah. I think drones could probably deter people from yes. committing offenses. If something's flying around, I mean, it's only a f- kind of a few hundred meters up. Yes, I'm, I'm uh, just suddenly thinking, you know, you, you can put these notices up, you know, this is a drone-controlled yeah, drone area. <laughs> area. Yes, absolutely. We're looking at you from above. Yeah, how how I mean how clear is it? We've all seen it in the movies and on TV, and that it's as clear as anything. You can actually see the people walking, yes. climbing over a wall, being where they shouldn't be. Yes, I mean, with a kind of sophisticated cameras that they become more sophisticated day by day and smaller and lighter, so they can easily be mounted on a drone. I think there's a there are lots of possibilities. I mean, in business, uh, Emil, we are very secretive about our operations, and we, we, we'd hate to think our competitors are snooping on us and looking into our yards to see what stock we we holding, uh, etc. What stocks coming in and out? The drones are you know drones can pick all this up. Really, I mean, you can really spy on your competitors. Yes. Yes. It's, it's changing. It's revolutionizing this world. Look, one of the regulations for the drone say you can't use it for illegal purposes. So, um, if you're going to use it to, for industrial spying, yes. um, you can get into trouble again. I think you can be sued and maybe possibly even be criminally prosecuted for it. 
can it be picked up easily? How far? I mean, these cameras can zoom in from qu- quite far away. Yes. I suppose they can try and show that that drone belongs to you and you are my competitor and you trying to find out what my stock holding is. That is spying. I mean, it's industrial yes, or, sabotage to an extent. Yeah. Um, unless your stock is uh, stored in the open. You know, if it's in a warehouse, I can't see how a drone would be able to pick that up. But un- unless it's stored in the open, um, I don't see too much of a risk for you there. But having said that, you know, we mm. complain about drones, but um, you can go into Google Maps. Absolutely. And get yeah. all the information you want immediately. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing stopping Google Maps from taking pictures wherever they want. And Google Maps pictures are quite sophisticated. I once had a look on Google Maps at a picture of my house and I could see mm. my daughter's <laughs> floating duck in our swimming pool. Wow. So yeah. not in focus, but you could, you could see it. Yeah. Uh, what about, uh, they use kind of, they use aircraft to collect data and check, um, agricultural crops, all that aerial photography. That's been used all the time, the drones. Yes. Yeah. Drones, and in the past it used to be aeroplanes doing that. I think that's one thing where drones can also make a big difference. You know, it's cheaper and less environmentally um, unfriendly. Uh, those things can be done by drones now. And yeah. what, there's, there was nothing stopping you in the past from doing it with an aeroplane, so why should it now be stopped just because it's a drone? You may not know this one. I, I saw, read the other day that insuring your drone is a new concept. It's like you insure your car, your plane, I guess. You've got to insure your drone. Uh, it could crash into another drone or plane, or yes. it could crash into someone's wall or into their house. You've got public liability. You need a public liability on that one. You probably do. Pilots need – I mean, I have uh, excess liability insurance yeah. if I crash the plane. How, um, but may I ask what, what the cover is for a private pilot? Uh, well, no flight school will rent a plane to me. Um, Unless I have this excess insurance, which covers me for 40,000 rand. The plane itself is also insured, but I've got to be insured for the excess. Uh, what happens if you crash into someone, something, and you're negligent as a pilot? Same legal principles as anything but else. But are you covered? Is there insurance on, is there automatic insurance on that? Um, I mean, if you not against me acting negligently. The, the airplane will be insured. But any damage to other people I cause with an airplane, and same with a drone, yeah. will probably not be insured. You will need specific insurance for that. I know California lawyers who are famous for innovative ways of catching cheaters. They're using these drones, and uh, there have been a lot of cases where spouses have been caught basically kind of getting into going into hotel rooms. It's a way of doing it, I guess. Uh, indeed. Uh, we must keep in mind that uh, divorce laws in the U- U.S. or California are a bit different from here. You know, there you still need to prove fault on on the part of the spouse, which we don't need to do here. Yeah. I mean, in the past, they used to spy on spouses with, with private uh, detectives and taking yeah, PBR, pictures. You saw those old 1950s movies yes. where they come in to break into the <laughs> yes. hotel room, motel room with cameras and flashlights. And, yeah. um, what's the difference between… Uh, hiding out next to a motel, taking pictures of cheating spouses and taking pictures from a drone. Nothing. There was an article I read about British women uh, being under threat from peeping toms using the uh, drones to spy on them. It's quite common. Yes, that is a risk. And uh, But once again, there are laws protecting people against stalking. It doesn't matter whether you do it from the ground or through a drone. Let's talk about the military. I don't know if you've got much knowledge on that. 
they use what are they called there? They're not called drones. They're called no, something there's, else. There's, there's, there's some another UAVs or uh, UAVs or something. Yes, unmanned aerial vehicles. Yeah. Well, what what are these actually? Well, they are um, basically military aircraft, fighter jets yeah. without pilots. And that's one of the things that make them so attractive. You know, mm. uh, fighter jets would be a whole lot cheaper if um, they uh, didn't need to have pilots with them. It's the pilots that cause the uh, all the the extra weight. So a, a, um, a military drone, let's call it that for uh, easy, just for the sake of reference, uh, can be flown much higher. Than a normal fighter jet They're also equipped with all of these Military um, Cameras, infrared cameras um, And bombs And bombs Yeah. Um, I read uh, uh, an article A week or so ago where The US, a US drone Managed to Stop an Islamic State Execution They spotted this uh, Possible execution from 50,000 feet up high Wow so you can just imagine what kind of uh, cameras they have. Mm. Um, and fired a missile at the uh, guard that was supposed to check out people trying to interfere or stopping this execution. Um, and he was taken out and the execution itself was stopped. Mm. So that's how they use drones. Um Drones have been used quite extensively uh, by the U.S. military in their so-called fight against terror. Yeah. Have we got drones in South Africa, military drones? I believe we do. I think yeah. the NEL um, has some. There are some aviation magazines for private pilots like myself, which had an article a few, yeah, well, about a year or two ago mm. about the NEL um, and partnerships with uh, foreign militaries developing our own drones. But obviously that's... Um, very secret. How far can a military drone fly from its point of departure? Roughly. Uh, from what I've read, some of these drones can stay airborne for, you know, close to a whole day. You wow. know, up, to, up to 24 hours. Really? And, yeah. you know, once again, because they're lighter, yeah. uh, they use less fuel. So the fuel that used to be used in the past to keep the pilot in that plane can now be used to, uh, on a much lighter aircraft, and use it to to fly for further and higher. Does the weight of a pilot make such a difference? It does. Just you alone. You alone. Yeah. In yeah. in a small plane, it uh, it can make a big difference. Uh, when the temperature rises, uh, the weight that you can put on a plane decreases. Mm. Um, so and every kilogram on a commercial airliner uh, burns about. 300 milliliters of fuel So that's why these airliners are so uh, uh, Pedantic About your Suitcase's weight Yes yeah. Could it be that in future Drones are going to change wars And nations are going to fight one another Using drones um, I think it already has um, But I think before Drones really start becoming our uh, weapons of choice. I think uh, cyber hacking, in military hacking, is going to be is going to be much more serious than than drones. I read recently you know, about how the North Korean 
hackers you know, are able to take out and do take out um, crudely though but military systems of South Korea they hacked the whole South Korea and US war plans against North Korea so and that's even cheaper than operating a drone you know yeah. any computer geek can learn how to hack can they take out drones the North Koreans Yes, I guess they I could. Would, I, yeah. yeah, they would be able to hack into the the drone operating system. Um, last year, or two years ago, they managed to hack into the Federal Reserve's um, computers and almost got away with a billion dollars. They managed to get away with eighty one million dollars, and it was only because of a spelling mistake that they couldn't take the rest off uh, <laughs> of the billion. Yeah. So. Um, Yes, I think drones, although they already make a big difference, I think cyber stalking, um, I mean, you know, cyber hacking, military yeah. hacking is, gonna is, is going to, that's going to be the wars of the future. What are the pros and cons, if I can ask you as a kind of ending question, of using drones in warfare and counterterrorism? It's uh, much less loss of soldiers. Um, Civilian life is obviously still at risk. Yeah. Um, but the fact that uh, a drone can fly over a war-torn area, get shot down, and the pilot still goes home. You know, the p- pilots operating the U.S. drones, they sit um, in the Pentagon or yeah. wherever. They're not, in, they're not there. In, they're not yeah. in Yemen or in Syria. We don't need pilots anymore. People like you have become redundant. We, we basically <laughs> have, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, can, can a drone, a military drone, do as, be as effective as a, a pilot or even more than a pilot, uh, piloted aircraft? They can be. Yeah. And they can also be flown with much more precision. In, in a military uh, uh, fighter jet, you know, the pilot himself had to, while flying the airplane, um, still had to aim at the target that he wanted to shoot and make sure that it's lined up all the while while not losing control over the plane. Mm. A drone is operated by several people. You know, there's one that just flies the, the drone 10,000 miles away. There's another one that checks out the targets. There's another one that aims the weapon. Um, the, you know, it's just so much what, easier. What about our passenger aircraft? How would you feel being kind of droned around the world? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, for the simple reason that um, if the pilot doesn't experience the same fear for the loss of his aircraft, uh, I, don't, I think he might be, a, or she might be a whole lot less inclined to help save that aircraft. Mm. That's just my personal opinion. I'm sure pilots might disagree with me. You know, but. We've been talking to private pilot, Emil Myberg. When you talk private pilot, what, uh, how many packs does your... Uh, I air- can take three. I'm rated on the Cessna 172 and 182. How many people? Um, I can take, well, the, the plane can take four people, yeah. um, including the pilot. Yeah. So that's one plus three. Okay, so the first say. first three listeners that phone in quickly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Many thanks. It's been it's been so interesting talking about drones. Don't go away because this we're going to move on to the Consumer Protection Act, which we'll do as a separate podcast. This has been great. Thank you to our listeners for listening, and uh, stick around. Please pick up the next podcast on the Consumer Protection Act. Things like uh, if you book your airline ticket. And you need cancel it. What happens? We'll be right back. This is CliffCentral.com.